JaVale, is he like in that? Like, cause obviously Justin Bieber, that's major. Tried to back big time the other day. Okay, how? What'd he do? He said, I'm a real producer now. I said, dog, <laughs> what about our song? We gonna put it out. He said, I don't know if you're serious or not. No, I'm a real producer now. I just did a song with Justin Bieber. I said, who you talking to like that? I'm your fan. Right? That's day one. <laughs> Hold on now. <laughs> Your girl's back. It's another episode of Certified Buckets, the Can't Miss NBA podcast. Here we go, Nick, for... Ballers. Bye. Ballers. I love it. He's all on our team. Brought to you by <laughs> Uninterrupted and released exclusively on Spotify every Tuesday. It's your girl, Chanel Gwimike. I'm sorry that I was gone for a little bit, but I'm I'm just so happy to be back. I loved and miss y'all. I'm happy Sharonis is gone so I can just chill. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but stepping in to Sharonis' spot, we've got our one and only producer, Tunde. Boo! Oh, oh. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, Nick. Sheesh. I, I would tell, I will let you guys know I have acted in the past. Oh. And it was a basketball role. So I, I feel quite oh. at home in Sharonis' no, seat you, right you now. No, basically you're telling us you're shooting for his shot. I am like shooting for his shot. Okay. Yes. It was a, it was a uh, preschool play and I had the role because it was they needed someone who could play basketball. And who knew so how you're, to say Olajuwon's name? Oh well, oh. Nigerian. Nigerian, Nigerian play. Well, off the bench, second appearance. We're so happy you're here. You can get the smoke straight up this time. Like Let's we don't do have it. to be like, "Where's Tune?" Like, yeah, yeah, calling me out. Yes. All right. All right. It's all good. And Let's of course, it. of course, the one and only the guy when we need a bucket, Nick Young. I'm in the building, Nick Young, Swaggy P, the most consistent of this podcast. Facts. <laughs> True. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, we appreciate you for that, Nick. I would just say the producer room, when we're talking to you guys on a weekly basis of getting the show running, Nick is consistently there. He's that player who shows up first first in the gym, last one out. You know what? What they always say. That's that Mamba mentality right there. Yes, sir. (laughs) Make sure you follow our podcast exclusively on Spotify. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, at Certified Buckets. There are no vowels in the buckets word. And what are the vowels there? Nick. I forgot. <laughs> U and E. Okay, he, no, U and E. I, Jay, he Shanae, knows now. He knew those vowels when you were out. You've oh. been out too long. Yeah. I'm Forgot so proud him. of you. Hey, I'm so, I'm so, I'm so hey, proud of you. Been. I'm so proud of you. Okay, I guess I have to graduate. Tune day. is big time now, though. She Stop is. it, bro. Missed Stop it, bro. Weeks, I'm your people. Then she rushed us out the, when she was here. I Can know. we get your time? Dude, come with me, man. We lied that this was a time? podcast. It's not. It's really an intervention. This yeah. is really intervention. Oh, this is an intervention? Yeah. Can you just get an hour and a half of your time? Look, Nick. This once is, a week. You would not complain. Next time I'm going to campaign for you to be in the celebrity game, okay? I want you and Sharonis in the celebrity game and probably tune day two so we can give him all that work. All right, Nick. What is coming up on today's show? I'm so excited to be back with y'all. Uh, we're going to talk about Kobe's celebration of life. Oh, Yes. And everything that went down, the people that was there, and you and I, that was a great celebration. Really. It was. It was truly a beautiful thing. We'll also yeah. talk about the celebrated career of D Wade for a moment. Ooh. And what else today? Certainly. And I'm gonna run the bucket list this week. With oh. Oh. How do we get someone who know. doesn't get buckets running bucket <laughs> right? list? Hey, like, don't shouldn't sleep. we switch? Up? I don't have sleep a feeling now. this is gonna Deep. be crazy. I should have done co- it before you. I have you. a feeling Shanae's gonna kill oh somebody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So, for the people that don't know, where have you been, though? Oh, Shanae. my gosh, Nick. Okay, we'll take a quick time out so we can explain why my voice sounds crazy, why I'm yes. wearing sunglasses in the studio, yes. and why I've been MIA. Yes. This has probably been the two busiest, craziest weeks of my life. So, I worked from ESPN. It started with a 4 a.m. hit on ESPN. Do you know what it's You like? work for ESPN, Shanae? I do occasionally. I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, so what happened was they asked me to do a 4 a.m. hit yep. from here. And that was a struggle because I was coming straight from Nigeria, where, shout out to Nigeria, I went to Queen's College. Shout out. Tell oh, your ties, Tunde. I was there for, I was seven days in Nigeria, okay. giving back, spent like over 25K just trying to like give back to my mother's school that raised her, her boarding school, revitalize their basketball courts, got them jersey shoes, um, practice shorts, practice, you know, sports bras, everything, uh, brought in balls, foam rollers, you know, like just tried to bring life to a place that gave my mother life. Through school, what's your tie to Queens College? I have two days? sisters that went to Queens College, and the, the court that you refer, refurbished, I played on the, that court in 10, Africa 20 Nick. years ago. Yeah, but Isn't that one crazy? of my three high school games oh, in my yeah, Nigerian yeah. high school. 
Oh, you only played three games. And, well, <laughs> we, our team only had three Nick, games. Nick, this is Africa. Three okay. games is three games more than we, did, we didn't really have a varsity program. Like oh, the dude. team we that's had. what I'm saying. I came to bring life so that they could see yeah. like you guys should invest in women. The Facts. basketball team is special in Africa. They look down on women who play sports, Facts. and they question them and they don't give them resources. The guys a little bit more, especially if you play football, which is soccer. Yep. So I was like, hey, soccer I am the living embodiment. There were four thousand girls here. Yep. Four thousand. Yep. And then after Nigeria, I came back, did Chicago All Star, was fun. I know you celebrity game. Off. That's it. I know I really did. I'm sorry, guys, but the celebrity game was literally an hour and a half later. And you know how TV is; you got to get there yep. and then do the prep and the broadcast. Broadcast was fun. She had her best dress on. I seen you. You saw girl. it. Thank you, friend. I always try to you. come 100 to All Star. <laughs> you know, you never know. And then I went to a bachelor at my my childhood best friend. I've never taken in six years five days off of work. Like the only time I've taken off of work was my little sister's senior night last year. I've worked every holiday. Chris, I worked this year from December 18th to January 3rd and then January 8th to January 25th. Every day something. And I've never taken time off. So I was like, this is my childhood best friend since I was nine that I started playing basketball with. 18 years of friendship. I'm going to make your bachelorette. And then I went to the Kobe Memorial right when I got back. And that's where Nick I saw me you. and was like, girl, you okay? And I was <laughs> <Yes>. like, ah. <laughs> All right, guys, this past Monday, obviously, we're recording on Tuesday, so we've had 24 hours to process this. We don't usually record on Tuesday. We don't. We yeah, usually record no. on Mondays, and then, you know, it comes out on Tuesdays because we want to make sure you guys get the best show ever. Yep. But this Monday, we all realized that we had somewhere to be. And this past Monday, the world said goodbye to their, you know, idol, their legend, Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant, Gigi, and the seven others lost during a beautiful ceremony at the Staples Center. And I was there, my brother Nick was there, our producer Lojo was there. <laughs> Everyone, I feel like, in the city uh, yeah. of LA was there. Yeah. I've never been in a room. And if you wasn't there, I know that everybody's seen it on TV. Oh too. my gosh. Yeah. Was I, was, I was rendered useless as the first three, four hours of work. I don't know if my bosses are listening to this, but no, I was with my headphones on <laughs> at my desk. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were doing the Tissue same thing. Tissue boxes, everything. Like, yeah. I have never been in a room full of so many different influential people in front of me was james harden and russell westbrook and i think russ was with his brother and james was with his friend and to the right of me was steph and aisha and then to the left of me was the entire boston celtics team also split oh, including yeah the yeah. boston celtics team um jalen brown who i who's my guy because he went to cal and went to stanford was like directly yeah. next to me uh he like we have an inside joke because I used to work for the Celtics digital department before like my, my like part of my come up. Like that was one of the first things before I did on ESPN. the NBA. Before, well, no, I was with ESPN, but I worked for NBC Sports Boston uh, on the side when I was part-time ESPN and the Celtics. So I, I'm close with the Celtics because they're the big brothers of the Connecticut Sun. So we sometimes share the same network. And so I started doing some oh, things with them. Okay. So I've known Jalen Brown for a long time because he also went to Cal. And there's this like inside to joke about how when I did one of his interviews, I was like, oh, my God, I forgot my lotion. And so like he's like, hey, Janae, I was like, good to see you. I'm like so proud of your hooping. Like wish you was an all-star. He's like, all I want to know is you bring lotion. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> um, so my boy Grant Williams, who like is a huge supporter of women's basketball. And then to my right, direct right, if I turned right, probably about seven seats away was the row of the Kardashians. Oh yeah, I think Kanye. Which like, it. you know, Kanye, I like actually looked I like Kanye was looking at me and I was like, Oh, what do I do? <laughs> like, oh my God, Kanye's looking at um, you know, you know how people like just look around in Rome and see who's around. <laughs> like then a little bit to the left of that was Michael Jordan, who was at the edge of our section. Nick, where were you? I was sitting in the, um with the Lakers team, pretty much. So So I have a question because a a point of discussion was was LeBron James there? I, I was about to say that. I didn't see him. But I heard he was. Probably was in a and lounge. He, no, I think he was in like the stands, the lower stands. He wanted, in my, like, this is just rumor because even people at ESPN were like, was LeBron there or not? And I heard, like, just from people talking that he was because Kyle Kuzma was in my section close yeah. to the Celtics. So I was like, oh, is he the only one for the Lakers? I saw KCP too. But on the other side, where the Lakers front office personnel, I believe Jeannie and them were, I could feel that LeBron was over there, maybe. And people kept looking that direction. Even Diana Taurasi, when she talked, she was like, 
you know, she made that jab at yeah. LeBron, like he barely has it now. Yeah. She sort of pointed to that same area. So people there sort of felt like he was there and that he was incognito, meaning he yeah. just came to come, which a lot of people did. Like, you notice, Nick, no one had their phones out. No. Like, yep. I mean, I had like a few quick second things to like remember that I was there. But like no one had their phones out. A lot of the athletes just wanted to be present and the people there just wanted to be present. So you were sitting with the Lakers. Yeah. Who all was around you? Um, shit, I was sitting with Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee. KCP was there, Jalen Green, the whole Lakers staff. Yeah. Like I felt like I was back with the team, really. So, so, but. so even more so than that, Nick, obviously yesterday is a day that none of us really ever yeah. wanted, could have imagined wanted That's to be there. That's why I felt, I felt like I couldn't believe I was going to the Staples Center for a Kobe funeral. Um, funeral yeah, memorial. Yeah. To me, I was like that. I felt like I was going to see a game or something. You yeah. know, I, it just didn't seem like everybody was in there going to see a Kobe funeral. It yeah. was crazy. Could, it was, if you don't mind, just kind of take us through like what what yesterday and we're taping Tuesday, so what what but, um, Monday was like for you. I got when there kind of kind of late. I got there when Beyonce was singing. It was like, and you did. We didn't know that was happening. Yeah, I didn't know that was happening. Like I was I sitting in the section, and then all of a sudden, right by us, yeah. she just walks by, and everyone's like, <laughs> "What?" And then she walks on the stage. Everyone's like, "What?" It's crazy. She killed it, and it was just. It felt good to just be a part of that, knowing knowing I know him and knowing the memories we had. It was just good to see everybody come together and just share that one moment too. Um, even though it was sad, it was unbelievable that we was there for a Kobe funeral. I think it's still, they did a great job with doing it, so. And I think you highlight the thing that we're all struggling with is even acknowledging that he's yeah, gone because yeah. it doesn't feel like he's it gone. Yeah. Like you said, walking into Staples, you played in Staples, I play in Staples. There's like, naturally your body just gets excited. Like, yeah. I've been to Clippers games and I walk through Staples and I don't really care and I don't yeah. feel it. But something true. with Lakers, Lakers game, Lakers family, you walk into yeah. Staples, people were still like, in, so I went into like the VIP room before, people were still like positive and cheery. Yeah, like we didn't even like, know we were going to a memorial. We just were happy to see each yeah. other. Like this was basketball's greatest, in my opinion, yeah. I've ever seen reunion ever. Yeah. I, one of the people that I know within the Lakers said, and he's like a very big part of their family. He said, I've never been in a situation like I've been with the Lakers. I was with the Lakers for a long time. I've never been in a situation like this. The only time I can compare this to was when Michael Jackson died because yeah. they had his memorial in Staples, I believe. And so he was like, that's the same energy that Kobe brought. Yep. Just Michael was music, but Kobe was sports. I never seen Michael Jordan really talk about Kobe and anything. Like even when like I was on a team when Kobe was doing his retirement, for real. Um, Jordan didn't even show up. He just sent out a video and all that. So you know, but isn't that crazy now knowing how close he was yeah. actually to Kobe? Maybe I think this is my thing. My, my my yeah. My, oh my gosh. Yeah. So my whole thing is, yesterday was so beautiful. Not only because like we saw Vanessa and we witnessed her strength and we were all there and I loved how everyone was like, "We're here for you, Vanessa." But the part that really left me with goosebumps and like shook was Michael. Yeah. Just because we've seen Vanessa's humanity before, her strength as a mother and all that stuff. We've seen everyone else's humanity, but Michael we haven't necessarily seen him as a human being. Athletes sometimes make these choices where I'm not gonna give you my personality. Like I'm just gonna be that figurehead. Like I'm MJ, the MJ you know that was the best place, player ever, right? And you know my sneaker brand, you know my business, like this is me, you're not, you're, you have no access. Because like, that's all right, like, you know what I mean? To like show you what yeah. we wanna show you. This to me was the first time ever we saw Michael Jordan, the human being. At least in my time, like maybe people back back in the day have had different experiences. On, so on he a public moved me display. On, on a, a public yeah. and he was shameless about it. Like so again, I was saying where I was sitting, he was directly to my right, like um like a I don't know what the angle is. It's not your two o'clock. My two o'clock, thank yeah. you. <laughs> your military time. I can't even do that. Yep. And when he sat down, he came in late, like you Nick yeah. kinda ish, like when Beyonce was coming. Yeah. Came in late. Immediately he sat down, he was like his hands were on his knees. And he was crying from the beginning. He yes, was crying the whole time. Man. He went up, spoke, was crying, sat down, was crying. Five seconds. He stayed into to his, the end, still eulogy. crying. Yep. Like Michael Jordan. And so, so here's what's fascinating, right? With like 
MJ for one is just like again he does he doesn't want to show that side of him. Yeah. That's clear. He never has wanted to show that side of him. And even reluctantly during his eulogy, he says like, "Yo, Kobe, again, you're gonna make me another crime meme." Yeah. <laughs> that was the line of the he night. Yeah. Absolutely, he couldn't, but he couldn't help it. And that's yeah. what obviously a tragedy like this brings you to such yeah. limit where you don't even want to show this out of yourself, but you you have to yeah. just to kind of pay your pay your respects. Two lines of the night. That one, and then obviously Vanessa's when she was like. They were so close that they had to be together. That's why God called yeah. them together. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. just like, what? Like to yeah. even like be in your state of grief I've, and yeah, to I've have that, that kind of understanding. Yeah. But like Nick, when you were, you know, I was watching you from afar. I know you like Kobe is LA, but like you are LA. Like the people's champ. Like He's no like for real. Quality. Like I was I yeah. went and said hi to my guys, like Kyrie and Draymond. Like I've known them for like Kyrie since McDonald's game, Draymond since USA basketball, whatever. And these guys were like flocking to see you. Like people were going, no, I mean, it was fun. It was, you know what I mean? Like, and so I know this was hard for you. It's still, to me, I just still can't believe it. This is real. Like, uh, it still hits me. Like right now, my mood is just, cause I kind of felt better before I went there yesterday. And now it's like, it's all over again. Like my, the mood change and that's the whole thing. Emotions. And Memorials are supposed to be like, all right, now we, transition yeah. yeah it's a celebration of life as i was positioned but with the tragedy of this this magnitude it's it's yeah. hard it's absolutely jimmy kimmel got up and he was a perfect toast by the way yeah and i felt like he should have because kobe and him yeah they were he, tight but even yeah. he said it when he acknowledged the fact that he's not going to be great at this like because yeah. no one could get up there and and so and be straight and be okay because it's still so sad it's still so you know, obviously something that felt super yeah. unnecessary. Let's, in a massive let's talk about the people, though, because we were all there. I was getting my tickets and Michael Phelps was behind me. Like, yep. I went to the bathroom <laughs> and Kerry Washington held the door open yep, for right? me. Like, I turned crazy. the corner and I see, like, oh, sorry. Like, oh, sorry, Jessica Jay-Z Alba. Like, I bump into Jessica Alba. And at first I was like, who's this? I was like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> nah, I turned on my crazy. left. I was like, oh, that's a pretty hat. Oh, it's Queen Latifah's hat. <laughs> yeah. The only notable absence, and I think LeBron was there. We don't know. We don't have confirmation I, as of right I think now. He was. But the fact that there wasn't a camera pan to LeBron went down and Tarasi made that joke leans into the story that we're hearing that LeBron was there, but he didn't want the cameras on him. Exactly. Because as a director in your control room, when that happens, and they you're would asking know. your cameraman, give me a shot of LeBron. Yeah. Right? And so that's a clear, like, okay, we can't show LeBron. And I will tell yeah. you this because I was having issues with my tickets just because they were so particular about who was where. Yes. So, like, every seat you saw there, they knew exactly, exactly who were in those seats. And this was the Lakers, the Lakers family curating this yeah. entire yep. experience. To me, it felt like he was supposed to sit by AD. Yeah. Because AD's seats was empty next to him. So mm. Exactly. And so that's why I was saying they probably made, like, LeBron was probably like, I'm going to be here, yeah. present, like, in the moment, like, so that people don't judge him for his emotions or, like, his Whatever reaction. Whatever he wants to do. Like, but, like, he has a right to that. And I, and I don't even do. think whether he was there or not exactly. is up it's to up, us. Yeah. yeah. Nick, were, you were with the Lakers players. Did they know where LeBron was? Was that a conversation? Is that? Um, not really, like, getting to asking where yeah. LeBron was. To me, I was just more just talking to him, hanging out. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, be just chilling. Yeah. One other name that wasn't there that, just because he's such a big basketball fan, was Obama. KD. That, I was looking a couple for KD. other names. So KD, yeah. Obama, like those are some other names that I would have expected probably could be there. But again, not every, not literally Look. everyone could be there, but it's, yeah. it was such a massive turnout. Yeah. One, one thing I took away from that thing is that people are reaching out in their own ways. 100%. Yeah. So have to. I know, Obama, like in my head, in my spirit, I know Obama's probably, President Obama's reached out. Oh, 100%. I know oh, KD yeah. has reached out. Yeah. This freaking, so I want to get to like each person and everyone's thoughts. So Beyonce obviously took me out mm-hmm. because didn't know this was happening. Didn't know she was singing. And I she comes she out. I that close to. I didn't, the, the image. Like she was consulting her. Two like, images. Yeah. Beyonce holding Vanessa Bryant yeah. as she was like going through it. Because personally, and I'm just going to share this. I've had recently within the last two weeks, part of my craziness, a loss in my family that I had to go home and do a, like a funeral. And. Sorry to hear that. I just witnessed. Yeah. A spouse, like my, my my uncle's spouse passed away and like, and he's young, like he's about to turn 50. Mm. And w- like when you're, you never like expect this for your life. You know, when yeah. you're young, you have a family and all that stuff. And I literally saw him have the exact same reaction. Like you're fine. You have the adrenaline. You're fine. You're going through this public celebration of life. 
and then you're not. Mm -hmm. And so Vanessa, to go up, I knew she, like, and you could tell even her daughter, the oldest one, Nathalia, they were like, you're going to be fine. You're going to make it through this. And then literally when you're done, that's when you start breathing and then you're not fine. You know what I mean? After you say your remarks. And so to witness like that, like for me, it was just so recent within two weeks. And then Beyonce is the one consoling you when we didn't know as a public that they were close. When she said like literally the first thing she said was Kobe is someone I've loved. You know what I mean? Like I've loved Kobe. And that's the biggest thing that I've kind of, one of the biggest things I've taken away from this past month, how much we don't know. You know, (laughs) we work with athletes and us here on Uninterrupted and around the sports and family and you guys as well. But you guys know all kinds of stories, all kinds of insights that the public just doesn't know. We didn't know that about Beyonce and Kobe. We did not know MJ and Kobe uh, Kobe were that close. D-Wade telling stories about Kobe calling him Vanessa doing the finals. Vanessa talking about the notebook dress and like so how he much, learned Beethoven. There's so, so much we and don't know. Then they played Beethoven after I said Kobe. Alicia Keys came on. Yeah, there's so much we Kobe's don't know. Kobe's crazy for trying to learn that. And <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's the type of person he was. In one week. Yeah. And then what did Rob Palenka say? And it made all sense. He was a renaissance man. Yep. We just witnessed what he wanted us to witness, his basketball greatness. Yep. We didn't really necessarily see until Luka Doncic talked about how this some guy was speaking Slovenian to him and he turned around and it was Kobe. <laughs> like we didn't witness all the other amazing things besides maybe him winning an Oscar or was it for his like dear no, basketball touching too though. Like and then like I never dear watched basketball. dear basketball until I've never then. Seen it today. Yeah, and I was wow. like, my God. And then like the things that he did in his real time literally like sort of made it seem like like we were all there for that moment. Like you know what I mean? Like dear basketball was like the yeah. perfect there's, there's representation a, of what we were going yeah. through in that moment. So what a lot of people have done in the past month is try to find meaning, right? If something like this just happens oh, out of yeah, nowhere. You try just... to find meaning. So there's a lot of numbers and, and, and you know, people that look into this for science because people are just trying to find meaning. So even like Dear Basketball plays and it feels like a perfect... A lot of people watching Inca- it for the first Encapsulation time. of yeah, what we were feeling in that moment. Like what? It's Yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. So Absolutely it's crazy. here to be... A great basketball player, man. That's what he loved. He loved basketball to me. Every day from practice, for now thinking back, that's that was his joy. Like, yeah, he read every play. He when we come in, he knew every move from each player on the on the team. Every special move he do, every every go to we knew he knew. Um, he'll like read us one by one. Tell us, Nick, you can't do this. He'll tell. Um, Fucking JC, he can't do this. We should work on this. Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, Jordan yeah. Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. And Julius Randle, he'll tell him to work on this because you can't do this. I'm like, he knew everything. who sit there and studies his teammates because I guess he wanted us to be great. He wanted us to, to win. Like, he knew if we was good on our A's, that would help him. So okay. I, I want to keep running through because we talked a little bit about Beyonce came up obviously the women's basketball community was on full display they put women first diana yes. tarasi sabrina unesco spoke yes. i loved how it was about the president of basketball the present of basketball women's basketball the future of women's basketball that same day sabrina obviously gets 2k 1k 1k uh which is huge but then also first player in NCAA NCAA history to get 2k yep. 1k 1k Male on that female. day after she, and she was sick and i think honestly like i'm not trying to say i whatever i know sabrina we're pac 12 sisters but like, I'm pretty sure she was sick because like she had to speak in front of the world, and then she probably was stressed. Yeah. Then still goes on the court and gets that accomplishment. It's crazy. And then we talk about living legacies. Steph and Aisha were there. We yeah. all saw them. The first place they go is right after they go to the Stanford um, Oregon game, which my team lost. Damn, but yep. damn, Sabrina. Yeah. Um, and, and like they're there because literally, Steph was at the Oregon game before because I feel like he's one of those guys that's like. I need to carry on Kobe's legacy 100%. for women. Steph has been doing this though. Steph goes to that because I think he thinks that's what Kobe would have wanted. You know what I mean? And yep. then who else is there? Russell Wilson and Sierra, who I saw at the Staples Center, is at that game because Russell Wilson's sister, Anna Wilson, plays for Stanford. Yes. And so obviously he's going to go support his sister, but I feel like literally like Russell Wilson and Sierra saw them. Steph Curry saw them. Now they're going to go support women's basketball at my alma mater. Stanford, where Sabrina spoke at the eulogy or the memorial and then like has history. And it's like everyone is sort of like, like you said, like people are better because of this experience, Mm -hmm. like individually, personally, we're all better people because we've been shaken. You know what I mean? And like we we now know what priorities matter. Another thing I like, too, was when um, 
Shaq acknowledged Kobe Bryant family, his yes. mom and dad, and that. So that so that is the only time in this entire thing yeah. that Kobe's family, his parents, have come up. Yeah. Um. And obviously, we all know that Kobe had a falling out with his family early in his career, and there was a whole memorabilia thing a couple of years back, and they didn't have a good relationship. Yeah. And so obviously, anyone losing a kid, which as you know, as Nigerians, like that is you should not bury your own your 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 own kids. Um. So definitely. Obviously, condolences to them as well, but it it has been it's a yeah. thing. Like I seen that. Like I seen like people talking about it, but more so, I was just happy that you know parents go, parents and kids they go back and forth in life. I was just happy that they was a part of it too. They was there seeing front row. So I know? was in the VIP room before, and I met Jelly Bean, mm-hmm. right? And then mm-hmm. I met his wife. Yep. They came up to me. I was with Liz, who I introduced to mm-hmm. Nick for like two seconds. Oh, yeah. She actually asked me, like, hey, are you going to introduce me to her? I was like, yeah, let's like, Because <laughs> she's heard about you. Hey. <laughs> so I was in that room with Liz and my agent, Allison. They came up to us. His parents came up to Liz and I and said, hey, guys, because we were like five feet apart. Like, you may not know us. And I actually knew because the night before I was hanging out with Lisa Leslie. Mm-hmm. This this just tells you how nuts these past few days are <laughs> when people are coming into town to celebrate yeah. Kobe. I was hanging out with Lisa Leslie because she's my mentor. She's my big sis. And uh, she was telling me about how he used to coach our team. I think the Sparks. Tune day, I think this, right? Like he used to coach the Sparks. So he coached Dang. Lisa. And so next thing you know, the next morning I'm in a room and he's like, I'm Kobe's father. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is who Lisa was talking about. And obviously you can tell the resemblance. I was like, wow, nice to meet you. Like, thank you for everything you've done to the women's game. Oh, yeah. So when Kobe says he cares about his girls and the women's sports, it's because his family yeah, prioritized that. that. I did not know that. And I met, th- so I was just like, wow. Like, he was the fact that coaching? He coached, yeah, he coached the Sparks. Yeah, I should that's know this. Dope. Yeah. But he coached the Sparks. Yeah. Met his mom, who like looked gorgeous and like had purple yarn, I think yeah. on a purple yarn around her hair, like in a cute way and a gold yarn around her hair. Like, to celebrate, you know what I mean? I'm glad that they were there. I'm glad yeah. that they were in the front row. Yeah. And I'm glad that Shaq recognized it because that's, it everyone is, is yeah, it's your it's family. Your and what about Rob? Rob Palenka? I know Tunde, you were talking about Rob's text and how that hits you. Correct, no, for sure. Like that yeah, that, that story about that's Kobe, crazy. one yeah. of the last, last things he text. tried to do was, was to get a, a young girl a baseball internship. And reaching out to Rob yeah. that morning, Sunday morning, from just the minutes from the helicopter. Like that was, it was crazy to hear. It was chilling to hear. It was like, wow, that really was his like last act. It's just like this whole. There's a lot of details about Kobe's last hours or days or last month that if you put into a movie and told me this was based <laughs> on a true story, I'm like, this no is way. way. Too, this has way too many crazy details. It's mm-hmm. corny. It's like, but it's it's all real. It's all real. And so real. You know, Ramona had a piece about, you know, Kobe being the best storyteller in sports. And, mm. like, you can't you can't argue that. Yeah, he's so smart. Like, yeah. And he reads all the time. So so I met Rob. I actually interviewed with Rob. And um, that's where I got to know him. I see him at the game. So he's a good dude. Great dude. Upset. Like, a, yeah. But when you say, Nick, that he was, like, a, a renaissance man, that's what yeah. Rob, that's what, I think that's what Shaq said. Yeah. But Rob sort of illustrated that in a unique way. I don't know if you like heard his words and the way he framed things. It was like artistic and pretty yeah. with the sun and the moonlight and all of that. I mean, Kobe spoke how many languages? Like, and that's what he showed us the Beethoven, smart. the Beethoven story. Like, <laughs> yeah. but like you can sort of see why that was his best friend. Yeah, because 100%. Rob is that same type of articulate energy. Yep. And, you know, worldly, I don't know. Rob have to be a young Asian at the same time. Like, for Kobe to put his trust in somebody that's only like four, four, five years older than him, right? Yes. Like, Rob is, can't be more. He don't look like he that old. He's not. So with Rob, he was sitting across. And, you know, there was a point where Beyonce was like, everyone sing with me. So, like, obviously the black girl magic in me was like, I know every word of every song. So I was singing, you know, because people were just, like, also sad. But I was like, yeah. it felt like church at that moment. And there was one person that was, like, in it like church. It was Rob. I don't know if you saw him. I didn't see him. He was, like, dancing. He was singing the words. Like, he was present. That's Kobe's best friend. That's his children's yeah. godfather. And... They are the same in the sense of Kobe, clearly renaissance man, taught himself an instrument 
at the highest degree in one week. Greatest basketball player of my generation growing up spoke how many languages? That's all that, yep. as you said, Tunde, we know. Kobe really kept a tight circle too, though. Oof, love it. Because your Asian is your best friend. And I know this podcast right now, like we're like barking up, like it's tough. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. yeah no, it's tough. And, that, and that's why I wanted to kind of give Nick a moment there to like, again, if, if there is a moment what he's I been. What about Kobe? Um, well, I know he had a ritual, like to welcome every teammate into the team. Every year the Lakers host a, a game in Vegas. And it's like Kobe throw an annual team bonding party every time we go to Vegas. For my four years being on the on the team, he does that every year, just to welcome all the team new teammates in. And we bomb, we talk, we have a couple drinks, and it's chill. Like he invites everybody to his room because Kobe get the biggest room, you know. Kobe Bryant at the end of the day. <laughs> so his suite and Bella's like it's. He probably had one with the bowling alley in and everything. Wait, so, that's a thing? Yeah. The rooms in Vegas. You know, I wouldn't know I'm in the WNBA. <laughs> oh, the, pe so, the penthouses? The penthouses got bowling alleys and everything. So The penthouse in Vegas got a bowling alley. Yeah, bowling alley courts. And then, so we probably play cards, drink, just talk, go over stuff, um, and just talk all day, all, all, all night. I think we'll go out there early just to have that moment because... The Kobe welcome day. Yeah, the welcome the, yeah. the Kobe welcome to the team thing, and then the next day uh, practice and all that. And then it's like everybody be comfortable with each other yeah. after that. Was there like a welcoming speech, or was it like hey, just come through, grab grab drinks, play bowling? Was that like a yeah, he give like a little Kobe speech. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah. So what would he say when he was there with y'all? Was he like totally in that space, like? It's like the time I never seen Kobe like this. Like Kobe is like I'm like damn, Kobe's really chill like you know so because for me I, I feel like you have to catch Kobe <laughs> you don't know what mood he in so but once you like see him in his comfort zone you see him relax you see him drinking you see him like being like human with you that I guess it, it warns people up that you know you'll go out there and make shots you won't have that much pressure if Kobe pass you the ball you won't feel that like like you have that moment and yeah, that memory that to remember moment, like, yeah. oh, he, so, like you say like all the cool. time, he crazy. He crazy. But, but like, I know yeah, you, I know you're right, sure. your energy. Yeah. Oh man. So I, you know, I've been calling him crazy since I really got, <laughs> just got comfortable with him and just been talking to him. So. Yeah, Lou, Lou Will tells, told that story of the one time he he hit up Kobe and was like, hey, Kobe, I, you know, I see right through you. You want yeah. people to think you're a jerk, yeah, but you're really, but a, you're nice really dude. a nice guy. Like, um, and that, so moments like, like that, it seems like that's do, what he's doing. He always say, "All you gotta do is ask me." So you know what's crazy? Yeah. Like, and what's super annoying? Thinking back, it's like, man, this guy had an ability to connect with people because everyone has a Kobe story, even if they know him or they don't know him. <laughs> everyone has a Kobe story. Like when I, the last time I saw him was at the U.S. Women's National Team game when he invited our entire team into his suite with Nathalia and Gigi, where he was showing, like he was exposing them to the yeah. women's national team that just won a World Cup. And we were supposed to be like, you know, we thought it was going to be like a high and by moment. Hey, Kobe, we got your coach, Derek Fisher. He kind of crazy. Help us understand Fish a little bit better. <laughs> our whole team was with him. We thought it was going to be three minutes high picture by, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah, and he was just cool. asking us questions. Yeah. And like, Okay, say this to Fish. And I still to this day won't say that to Fish because I know what Kobe was saying was going to be something that would get under Fish's nerves. <laughs> like, what he told me to say to Fish was hilarious. Well, can you tell us here on the show today? Come I on. think, let's just say it's along the lines of when Jordan Clarkson said, Kobe said it's that he got to dunk like a dark skin. Yeah. He needs to quit playing like a light skin. Yeah. Well, Jordan Clarkson and Derek Fish are pretty... Pretty, pretty close, close to shake. <laughs> so it's along the same lines of, I I think he ran that same line by Fish. Gotcha. <laughs> back in the day. But like, we literally were just there and he was talking to us like he wasn't Kobe. He was just talking to us and he just was like charming and a sweet dad and like funny and smart. And so this conversation that was supposed to be two minutes could have been two hours, but we were respectful of his time. So we yeah. left after 45 minutes. Yeah. Yep. And on that note of saying this done, that's another like profound line that came out of the night. MJ saying, when Kobe died, a piece of me died. And, and every same, one of us. Same. And that's that's where that feeling of yeah, emptiness comes from. Yeah, you feel like this Kobe was going to be around forever. Like, yeah. to talk to. Like, yep. 
Like kind of like the Bill Russell, you know how he's been around. Oh my God, forever! Like you 100%. don't think, like your NBA you NBA legends have been they, around they're, they're, like that could just die like this. Yeah, I've never seen Kareem. Like we yeah. see the legends, yeah. they're always there. Yeah, yep. yep. the Kobe movie that eventually gets made is is yeah. It's really it's. I hope it's really done well. But there's so much material. So, yeah. from like, young Kobe to to his upbringing to like complete really well traveled well you know renaissance man who was a absolute you know goat at what he did i was there at espn this was the day after and you, i'm on the jump quite a bit they interviewed tracy mcgrady on the jump he was at home in houston i'm from houston he was at home in houston being interviewed because i think they were supposed to like there's a big game supposed to be i don't know but you know what i mean and tracy said getting reconnecting with kobe was amazing we've seen that like those interviews mm -hmm. the last few years he said that Kobe, when he heard the news, all he thought about was how Kobe said he wanted to die young, like a legend, mm -hmm. you know, like a rock star. And that's exactly what Nick was saying, because while we were there at the memorial, everything felt like that surreal. It's the rock like, style of rock stars. It's the rock style lifestyle. It's the yeah. legend lifestyle. How does life bring us to that place yeah. where like this man is an icon and he said something that sort of. Yeah, and, and obviously the context there is that that was young Kobe, right? Young Kobe. No, but like this is what dudes say because I was talking to my friend who are dudes like, yeah, I want to, you know what I mean? Like dudes say this. Yeah, Cash, but, to they be say fair, this, but, that but was they a, don't mean it. Exactly. Obviously. And this is a young Kobe before being a girl dad and all that. Hundred percent would yeah, say, but like it's something we say casually, but like just yeah. just know that like we never thought we'd be in the position where yeah. we were, but then like how everything, everything just like we're looking for meaning where there is none, yeah. but like. I don't know if it's you, Nick, but like, it. I've never like I'm not from LA, but I felt so LA. Oh yeah. And I am LA now. You know, I feel like I am LA. Yeah. LA been taking some hits. Yeah. Some major hits. Yeah. Yeah. Lost Nip to Code. Jeez. Yeah. Let's move on to a upbeat note and talk about D-Wade, because D-Wade was obviously there at the Kobe Memorial, but he had a couple days that were impactful because his jersey was retired. But even bigger than that, he's been on this media tour because of his love for his daughter. And this just is another beautiful celebration of life and black fathers, um, girl dads. And so, Nick, you know, given that D-Wade had his jersey retired, we have the coolest nugget this Tuesday that produ producer Day is going to tell you nine years ago. Well, here it is. And this is from the producer room, right? So Josh had a hand in this. Lojo, Chris, everybody does. But the fact is we're taping here on the 25th of February, 2020. Yeah. So it turns out that nine years ago, yeah. speaking of D-Wade, you dropped 38 points <laughs> as a young Washington wizard against D-Wade's Miami Heat. <laughs> I remember that. Tell us about that game. Give us some stories about that game. As we remember oh. D Wade, but through the lens of Nick Young giving him buckets. <laughs> so that's when <clears throat> they were just assembling that LeBron D Wade three headed monster team, man. We was young, but it was like three or two games before that, I had did D Wade move on him. And that's when he came. Which we talked about. Yeah, yeah. we talked about the reverse between the legs. Hey, you and doing he, my move? You gonna do my move on me? I'm just hooping. All <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm just hooping. But I had gained some respect from him, you know, obviously, because in that interview, he said he liked my game, he liked John Wall game and all that. So I'm hyped, you know, he's still young. I'm like, you going to Miami. We had a good time the night before in Miami. Hey, okay, where? <laughs> what happened? Where'd you go? Just give me the name. Nine years ago, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> it's a single Nick. This Let is me not tell you. He, well, married Nick Young. He doesn't know, but and, it's all right. Keep it moving. You know, when you make your first two or three shots, you just feel like tonight's going to be your night. You know, I, first shot I made was a pump fake and one off of D-Way. He went for it, fouled me. I hit the three. It's a four-point play. That's a Ooh, great that's, way to that's start That's a different off energy, man. Not that's just a making a few start shots. Off, yeah. <laughs> On D-Wade? At the same time, D-Wade was giving me every move in the book after. So I, while I was going, while I was having 38, he had 40. So, But the thing about it, he liked that I didn't back down from the challenge. He was like, oh, you stay with a young fella. I see you. 
But he was giving me spin moves and he dunked on me that game. And one <laughs> dunk did the D-Wade my house. I said, okay. But, you know, me, I was going right back at him. I didn't want him to, I didn't want to get embarrassed. This is a TV game. The world see this. My people back home seeing Swaggy P. Oh, this priest before Swaggy. This is Nick Young. This is Nick Young. Afro Nick. Yeah, Afro this is Nick. Afro Nick. I always kept an Afro because Kobe Green, Kobe Bryant back in the day. Oh, jeez. I never really looked good in a bald head, so that's not my thing. That's not your thing. I, I guess you. That's not my thing. I'm not no. a wave type of guy. But yeah, I gave him. I could have had 40. But you were being respectful. But <laughs> I didn't play the third quarter. So the stats were you win, had 37 minutes, yeah. right? 12 for 19, 38 points. That's D nice. Wade played 40 minutes, three more than, than Nick. 18 for 27 and had scored 41 points. And the Heat obviously won. Yeah. This is a big three Heat. But D Wade, like I seen him yesterday, and like I just love D Wade because like my son and his son play together. Like they're like best friends. And he acknowledged that yesterday. He said, I, cause I started them a little YouTube channel and all that. So he came up to me and said, I love what you're doing with, with my son and your son. I know they're best friends, but I just love you be talking about how you there for him and you taking care of him because he's you know he's not out here this is his other son you know I don't and I was like I don't want to step on no toes I don't know the situation but he was like ain't no situation I just love what you're doing with my with my kids I love that you you know being a good role model for him so I was like look at I the things you that. don't know about Nick I respect that and I was like okay that's my guy because I went up there to Naj D way. I want to D Way, OG, what's up, man? Just you know, I go up to say what's up to everybody, and he pulled me to the side and just just talk to. Me. This was this was Monday yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, yeah. that's amazing. I mean, I saw D Wade obviously an all star in Chicago because I mean that's where he made the most waves in the dunk contest, <laughs> <laughs> and he made a point. He was probably one of the last people to leave the arena. We're talking about a guy that just got retired, you know, Jersey retired, and Chicago. And he literally was the last one. He said hello to every fan, took pictures with each person, was nice, asked me if I could come to the Spades party, even though I couldn't play Spades. Ooh, did I lose my black card? <laughs> but he just has a positive vibe and a positive spirit. And so I'm happy that. It's amazing. Yeah, It's, in, Man, it's immortalized in Miami now. He couldn't leave because he rigged the whole dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> no, You're right. Saying. He had to save some face. <laughs> yep. Save some face. But that's really nice, Nick, because, you know, we talk about, I mean, if there's something about Kobe and him post-retirement, it's about fatherhood. Yep. And I love you as a father, Nick, because, bro, I was on your Instagram dying <laughs> as you gave your children that work on the court. And my favorite part, though, is who's next? Who's next? And your daughter runs out there. Me. And she's in a full-on princess <laughs> dress. And he treats her just the same. Yeah. To me, that's a beautiful thing. That's amazing. But speaking of Nick being a dad on social media, it's time <laughs> hey, for... Let it fly. Let it fly. Let it fly. Let it fly. It's time to let it fly. So, this is my segment. When you let it fly, shoot or shoot. If you miss, you still have the confidence to shoot the next one. So, my son came in the room. I guess he's watching some Avengers movies. I don't know what he's smart was kid. Yeah. Avengers <laughs> is our theme. We all watch Avengers. I'm a Marvel type of guy, you know. So he came into my room and said, "Dad, I like Captain America. I want to be Captain America. Can you give me a shield and all this costume and all that?" And I told him to be quiet, shut up in my manners, because I talk to my kids like that. We like best friends. I said, "Shut up, man. What you talking about?" Go to your room with Iron Man family. Iron Man saved us from a takeover from Thanos, you know. He died for us, you know. <laughs> I saw that tweet. And it went viral. And it went viral. Absolutely. I had viral. no problems with him tweeting that. Because I'm like, I like Iron Man swag. And <laughs> yeah. He a martyr. Yeah. Nick, you did put up a poll too. And most of the votes were in Iron Man's favor, hey. but I am here to say, guys, let's 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 settle down here. Cap, y'all remember before Iron Man did what he did, what Cap was ready to do. 
Cap was looking at, and not to get too nitty gritty for those that didn't see Endgame. What? And by the way, if you didn't I see Endgame, seen it. I'm what are you doing? I'm doing, the, I'm doing the Avengers. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. You have not oh seen Endgame. Look, I'm doing the Avengers challenge. I'm stuck at Guardians of the oh Galaxy 2. You have oh not seen Endgame. Well, how am I supposed to get there when they tell me I need to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Fox or no, whatever? No, you don't. 25 no, seasons. So no, I'm like don't. only one I season have in. Seen that, though. You don't have to see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. you do not have to see They told me I got to watch this, so I'm like here watching Thank you. How have you got to watch Jessica? Jones or whatever that issue is. No, you don't. You don't have to watch any of the Netflix Marvel That's why shows. I can't make you it to Endgame because there's no Endgame. Tina, you're so extra. There's no Endgame with back. that list. Oh, Let's talk about this afterwards. I'll, I'll give you like a, five, okay, so, yeah, a, a list can, of seven. Please help Point me of the matter is my Cap list had me forever. Is, has been updated by the Marvel movies. He is definitely more relevant. Definitely has more swagger to him. No. Uh, oh, he got, uh, he's yeah, got exactly. more swagger. Look, compared no, 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 old Iron Man. Shut your mouth. Plus, the I new Captain the America. You talk about having more swag. I, I was wildly disappointed in real life. I mean, I love this man. Michael Evans? Yes, because I was doing the SBs randomly. My sister and I got selected to do this award. Like we won Capital One, Amer you know, there USA you stuff. So they sent us as representatives of women's athletics to the SBs to do it on behalf of Stanford. They sent Chandler Parsons on behalf of Florida, who won on the men's side. Yep. So in walks Cam Newton to like dap up Chandler Parsons because they know each other because I guess in Florida, I don't know, right. whatever. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's a beautiful black man. And then I was like, oh, okay, Cam leaves. And then Chris Evans comes by because Justin Timberlake the is the one presenting our award. Yeah. And I see Chris Evans like, uh, did they like bronze you up? Like he was like, I told y'all what I say. On, <laughs> what I say to, uh, well, I was like, you're, I said you're smaller than I thought. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, here's he's thing. like, they draw on six. I was packs like, what happened? But no, but he's fit. I, so I'm gonna. This is me feeling. So I was just like, ever since then, I was like, oh, Captain America. And the entertainment Hollywood world. For first of all, this is when this was like 2011. This was probably no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, this was 2011, yeah, so 2012. He probably wasn't, you know, in Captain America shape back then. And plus, you're only going to be in Captain America shape when you're shooting Captain America. Right. Yeah, not, true. No one maintains that level like, of fitness. I just yes, saw him and he was, was like... shooting Avengers yeah. back to back. Each year, Avengers is yeah, coming out. But it depends. It depends on what movie it is. If but he's not going to dress like Captain America If, if you're not in a lead movie, you're not necessarily going to put all, all that in First of all, let me just work. put some respect. Chris Evans still good. Looking hey, good. For sure good. But I just was a little, like, taken off guard. good, but... Yeah. He's not my favorite. No, no, I hear you, man. I I'm, go with Tony I, Stark's swag I love over Cap. Yeah. But I was kind of disappointed in Civil War when he was like took his homie side over Iron Man. I mean, Iron Man was rocking with the government though. No, as it, as boy individuals in my, and minorities, gotta, we are inherently anti anti establishment. I don't mind being anti establishment. But I'm saying that your boy killed my fam, my mom and I, dad. Yeah. And you gonna have his back. You know, that's the, like Hey, that's family though, right? That's what Fast and Furious, that entire franchise is based on family. That's they keep saying all that family stuff. Look, so, all I'm saying I is I have no Fast problem. Nick said what he said, uh, and yes. he was right. I'm just standing up for folks who might think Captain America is better. I'm not saying I'm necessarily just saying he is. This, if I am a this, but it's two sides of the story. Melanin family, I'm rocking with my Iron Man. Uh have you seen Cap gets down with the ladies though? There's a there's a meme of oh, Chris Evans right. around you're right. shooting his shot look, with some sisters. He, look, I told you he's still he's I'm still got you. you're right. Let me tell you this. He's, he's still good. got the right energy I'm around him. You. But yeah. I'm saying talking like about Chris Evans. He's talking about Cap, Cap and the, Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. Come on now. He's talking about Iron Man and Cap. Oh yeah. Iron Man started all this. He did. Is Give it him props. For Iron Man. Give him props. It wouldn't be the Avengers of And I, even extra props to bring this this whole thing full circle was Robert Downey Jr. did have a eulogy for Kobe Bryant on social media. Did not see that from Chris Evans. Again, everyone has oh their process. My God. But we're gonna give uh Downey some extra points for that as well. Because again, Plus, Kobe you know, was larger Downey, than Downey died yeah. too. That was hard, bro. I cried in that moment. You know what's here? The bucket list. Yes, sir. That's and gone. You know what's not here, Sharonis? So okay. I'm filling in for the bucket list, guys. Okay. So let's get right to it. So all that being said, before we wrap the show, let's check out a few more NBA sports and all-around culture topics, and let's check them off our bucket Absolutely. list. Hence the name of the segment. Go for it. All righty. So you, you guys know the drill. I'm, I'm way more way more focused in, in, in as a coach. I run a tight offense. Eight seconds. We ain't gotten a lot of time. So we got 30 seconds to answer these questions and we wrap the show. Okay, let's, right? do it. let's get right, right to it. Cool. Speaking of D-Wade, dropped a new track with Rick Ross. Ah, and I'm not sure if whoa, you guys saw. Yes, yes, yes. He did. I love Let me get through it. I, hold on, hold on. <laughs> 
Plus, JaVel McGee, your boy, JaVel McGee, wrote and produced a song for Justin Bieber. I like that better. Wow, crazy. Lastly, Dame Litter, performed at All-Star, legitimately with Lil Wayne. So clearly there's a lot of NBA athletes out there, hoopers out there with secret This needs more than 30 seconds. What I need to know from y'all, can you stop interrupting me? What I need to know from y'all, what are your secret talents? That's the worst question about that. Well, Let's talk about song, those dudes. JaVale no, what are your secret talents? So, can JaVale we talk about JaVel? What's up? Wait, wait, wait. What JaVale do you mean, my songs? songs. JaVel produced two of your songs. Wait, you have yeah. songs? Wait. Yeah, okay, let's tell the story. Yeah, this, you know, we did this in Oakland. Just waiting for the right time to put it out, you know? So, um, when was this? It's prior to two years ago. We got two hits on the way. And, um, yeah, they're going to drop when I do. You know, I got some other stuff going. You know, I got, you know. So do I thing. cannot wait for this. All righty. Yeah. So Javel and uh, Nick. But Javel, is he like in that? Like, because obviously that. Justin Bieber. He loves that's that. major. He loves that. Yeah, that's and a I think big that was part of one of the reasons why he came to LA. Ah, he has a home studio. Yeah, he got. Yeah, he got his own studio. He's Javel been doing that for show. years. How about we go to Javel's home studio and record a show? Can for we do that? Doing that, for that? years. You down? <laughs> If you can get it, <laughs> if we can get it, he's hey, two like, hey Javel, we'll Nick. come to you. Two Nick, yeah. he's booked and busy right now. Uh, clearly, hey, right? Number one we're, in the West, booked and busy. Working, oh, busy. To all right, we're moving on. We're moving on. All right, item number say? two. He tried to back big time the other day. Okay, how? What did he do? Because he got the um, he said, I'm a real producer now. I said, Dog, <laughs> what about our song? We're gonna put it out. He said, I don't know if you're serious or not. No, I'm a real producer now. I just did a song with Justin Bieber. I said, Who you talking to like that? I'm your fan, right? That's day one. Hold on now. Trying He's trying to sign you. Yeah. He's feeling so. I'm the one that made you get Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> I was the plug. Right? I was the I was the plug. I was your train. You was throwing beats. I was helping you out. <laughs> <laughs> He'll circle back. I can't wait to hear the song, yeah. Nick. Can you tell us what the name is? Swag B. Oh, well. That's my anthem, and then we gotta oh, like us. Singing song. All right, number two on the bucket list. Bradley Bill for the second straight night back to back on Monday dropped. Two straight career highs, 50-point games, 53 and then 55. However, though, spoiler alert, the Wizards lost both games. So, you guys, I'm in a basketball group chat with my homeboys from high school, and they wanted to know, so I'm <laughs> going to ask you guys this question. Them. I do. Um, who is the best player on the worst team? Bradley mm-hmm. Bill, Trey Young, or Devin Booker? I'm going Bradley Bill easy. Ooh, shit. Ooh, Devin Booker's Trae, nice, though, Trae but Trae I'm Young. going Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill is just... You going Trey? Yeah, that boy's still good right now. Trey's nice. He also dropped yeah, 50 recently. 50, yeah. yeah. Trey's nice. I'll say this. Trey at this stage of his career is better than both those yeah. guys were at this That's stage. In the second That's season. Fair. But right now, probably Bradley Bell. Yeah. I'm going Bradley that Bill still. OG. Like, I remember I got the email last night from ESPN, like, a Bradley Bill drops 50, parentheses, again, and Wizards lose, because parentheses, again. It was like, it's hard. It's, I'm going to say both because it's hard because, like, you're the key of every – you're going to get every tough defender. You're going to get double teamed. You're gonna, the game still. plan is about stopping right. you every night. All right. And, yeah. That's it. Next topic Maybe. on the bucket list. This is the last one, guys, because we got it. We got a tight show here. All right. So NBA All-Star was a major success implementing the new format. Fourth quarter was crazy. What did you guys think about that? Is that is that something you guys would like to see more of in future Absolutely. All-Star games? Yeah, they're keeping it, right? Look, they, they said they, said they might do that it. in the G League now. Like, it's a different brand of basketball, though. I was, I would say, as a basketball fan, it was intense. It was bad basketball. It's people just like trying to get to the cup, which again, it's it's what you pick up, Look, right? But that's it the, wasn't good like strategy. That, but at that's all. closer to what we want from the energy of basketball players. Energy was great. Like people were I was, just even after the All Star game, walk around, people, were like, hey, hey, what's up? That All Star game was amazing. Yeah. Like it was like the Olympics. You know, yeah. Nick, what do you think about that? What, what for you? Would you love playing that style of basketball, knowing that hey, it's yeah, we're gonna need overtime like, for this one, DJ Chris? No, nah, I think it's dope because it's just like playing pickup. Like we on Wednesdays, we play up to one twenty, and that's In your like, old man league. Yeah, no, no, but like we got our own little like we call some guys and. We oh, get together Wednesday night. We oh, play. I, hold on, you got to give us info. Yeah, who's, who's in there? Who's in this Wednesday night league? Is it Jr. Is Jr. in that? He might come once in a while, but it's like whoever shows up, it's like probably 11 or 12 of us. You got one sub because going up to 120 is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. So you get the 30 first quarter, you get the 60 halftime, you get the 90 third quarter. And obviously 120 is the fourth quarter's game. So So who else? I got to know. Who else is in this league? Give me two names. 
If you got it's too many. You really know no like one that. would know? You got probably yeah, it's nobody. The Ubers. Really know. Gotcha. Yeah. What's that every Wednesday thing? Every Wednesday. That's cool can though. we come yeah. can we tape an episode of Certified Buckets? If at, you want to, you on, know, on it's Wednesdays? in the valley though, so yeah, we'll I, make I don't it go happen. that far. We're, we're planning remote episodes. I'm downtown. I can't make it to the valley. Yeah, you might have to come play. You know. Oh, I'm here for that. Let's go. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Um, but on that same note, like I'll be honest. Again, I don't think this is going to continue. At least in in level of intensity, there was a Kobe element to this one that I don't think is going to be there in the future. All star games. Stop plus, it. I think, yo, yo, it's, it's, it's all thing. fun. It's no, all no, no, fun no, no, and no, no, games no. until someone gets hurt. Look, Kyle Lowry's out there taking charges. It's all fun and games until Kyle someone sprains an two, ankle. But look, he takes charges in real games. And everyone, the biggest criticism of the NBA is that we don't take it serious. And those that guys are fighting. Level of it intensity. Serious. And it wasn't just Kobe. It was also the charity aspect you guys, because when you walk in the gym and you see a lot of those people, they had they had two stands separate for the children. I'm not arguing. I'm asking you guys as Hoopers. It makes that's still an exhibition game. And if you get hurt in that, that's going to change. Yeah, but then also the reason. You guys cool with playing the reason way. why you're yeah. in the exhibition is because you're an all-star and being an yeah. all-star is a platform that's the whole thing you work your whole career for and if you can play that one game where you're probably not going to play 48 minutes and you can give your all and all the eyes are there of course that's an opportunity to rise like think it about makes it more fun yeah. it makes it more when competitive because you you're going up to a, it's like playing pickup when you want to go to 11 you call fouls because you don't want to lose you cheat to try yeah. to win and pickup is the, like yeah. the most beautiful part of basketball yeah. that's the thing we fell in love with all going yeah. on the street yeah. and playing hard like that for no purpose you know what I mean? Like, because we love it. Especially yeah. when you get close to that number. And you, it's hard, man, to get those final two points. You, yeah. So you heard it here first from the, from the Hoopers on the show, the Pro Hoopers. Um, I don't didn't like it ending on the free throw, though. I think once you get to that point, you can't end yeah, on the Yeah, it can be throw. tweaked. It can be well, tweaked. You know. But, I mean, I'm not mad at it either because it's got to end. on free throws? Yeah. Look, but the thing is, free throws are one of, is the hardest shot in basketball. Yeah. It's pressure. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad at you. For, hey. It's hey. perfect to be mad at you because guess what? It's just why it be once free throw. One for two. Yeah, yeah. but that's that's the what they're trying one. to do. I think they do that in the G League now or something like that. They're they starting, tried, yeah, they, they tried, tried that to do in it. the G League, yeah. It, but good oh. for the NBA because everyone was trashing that whole thing before. Like, what are they doing? Well, What's the format? People and just don't it, like change. It's true. People are, you know, I sort of shout like Shout out I, to Chris Ball for Shout out to Sharonis because shout we changed out, out our seat. Chris Ball for bringing that energy. Thank you. Yeah, Chris for Ball. Sure. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Paul. But we're talking about change. We got to change it so we can get Sharona's back because soon they get me all riled up. That's I've good for the that. show, Every guys. You get it like this. I know, That's but you good know, for the show. You know, my energy's been different for a little <laughs> while. I'm off. <laughs> I know. Like, I, said, oh, oh. <laughs> I went, I went Tyson Fury. No, I, like, I went Tyson so Fury on. Hey, bro. actually, speaking of that, before How we go. do that, my bad. Honestly, so fast, I like talk because so I'm a fast. rapper in my past life. Like, put me on your track, bro. Uh, you oh, put me on your track, you bro. Was in Chicago, so now, like, da, 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 da. I was like, damn, what, what's creepy? Oh, shit. So now we're going to <laughs> the Bell Studio to tape a podcast and a song. Shanae's on that I'm on the track because he heard my bars right there. Yeah, but then our producer Lauren here was just laughing at me because she was like, "This is a total female read." Because once you poke a female so much, oh, you like, oh, you want? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Boy, you have you you've heard that before? Killed two days just now. <laughs> God damn, he couldn't get a word like, off, boy. Yeah, yeah. Hey. It's a, it's a, uh, uh, I'm asking y'all. I'm just asking y'all questions. <laughs> came came with me. It was like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. That's a wrap for this episode of Certified Buckets. Make sure you follow the pod. Sorry for my voice call, but thanks for being real writers. Follow the pod on Spotify. How much does it cost, Nick? $5,000. Minus $5,000. Oh. Shoot your shot on social media at Certified Buckets and all social platforms. That's at Certified Buckets with no vowels. He knows it. No U, no E. We want to hear from you. Thoughts, questions, concerns, all the above. Before we go, you talk about murdering people. Like I just murdered Tunde right here. You know what I mean? Just, just beat him down. Yeah. Speaking of this, quick timeout. You guys, did you follow the fight? Because, you know, clearly I went Tyson Fury yeah, you on did. Tunde. You did, clearly. So I don't need to watch the fight anymore. Yeah, uh, well, Nick you, did, though. Nick, Nick you watched the fight? I watched the fight. I was disappointed. I lost a lot of money. Uh, we, we lost the cultural swag. We lost the culture, yeah. <laughs> Black History Month is over. <laughs> you got our ass whooped in Black that? History. <laughs> Literally, we lost. Man. I'm done. I but can't hopefully even. it's a three. It's a rematch. They got to go three. Because they both won one, so they got to go three. Nah, but the way this one ended was The way that. this one ended, I ain't never seen somebody need They that. moved. <laughs> they moved on. They're like, okay, Fury and Joshua. <laughs> yeah, you start making up. Hey, my mom, my it's, costume was so heavy. That's my knees was weak. <laughs> forty pound rhinestone embellished costume hurt right, me on the way in, And really quick, feet. speaking of uh, wardrobe malfunctions, you had that thirty eight point game with sleeve jerseys against D Wade. 
Did that bother you as a shooter? Sleeve jerseys. The sleeve jersey? It kind of does a little bit, but you can. LeBron hates them. Yeah. LeBron but like LeBron's super, built like LeBron different. would rip yeah. him up. Like he needed like his own custom yeah. one because he got like, you know. <laughs> In my shooting days, I can't I can't rock with, with sleeves. I yeah, like, I, I either like go long sleeves or look you, sleeveless. If you hoop overseas, you're cool with sleeves because yeah. they'll be putting you in China in the cold. You'll be wanting them sleeves, all bro. Right. I'm used to playing with sleeves on and all that. Stuff. Long sleeves or no sleeves? Because that that little short sleeve hitting your elbow messes up the shot, man. It don't go that long. It, it goes to like right here. It messes up the shot. Like the I'm telling like you. My armpits get to my armpits. But you don't really shoot anywhere. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, as the Sharon is feeling, yes, I don't really shoot. Yeah, you talk Rebound. about playing and. Sharonis, come back. Old. We miss you. Clearly. Not really. It was a, You were great, Tunde. Thank you. Whatever. 